Hi everyone, welcome back to the People's United Center for Women in Business podcast. In celebration of weekly women entrepreneurship, we are so excited to have Lisa Antonekia, owner, lead planner, and designer of Creative Concepts by Lisa, here with us today to talk about her experience as a woman business owner in Connecticut. So in October of 2008, Creative Concepts by Lisa was born in Hamden, uh, same so right in the Quinnipiac neighborhood. Yes, There's I can walk to campus. <laughs> Their dream has been to create weddings and events that showcase their clients' personal style. They love to make their clients' sense of style the exclamation point on every event. I loved that. I took that from your website. Thank you. Creative and innovative style combined with her boundless energy and integrity provides you with a fresh approach to event planning. So I'm now going to turn it over to Lisa. Lisa, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, well, first, thanks for having me. This is super exciting. Like you said, I'm right down the street from Quinnipiac. I actually grew up in Westchester, New York, and um, I went off to college in Boston, Mass, where I was a theatrical major. I was a triple major in singing, dancing, and acting at the Boston Conservatory. And this was not where I thought my life was going to be. So, so owning my own business in event design was not ever the trajectory that I was on. Um, but um, I think that's where a lot of entrepreneurs are very similar. We end up pivoting our lives and jumping into something that may not have been in the back of our heads at the beginning, but we've created something pretty fantastic and we own it and love it. So, um, so my background was always going to be uh, directing, choreographing, performing. Uh, which I did for quite a many years, including teaching at many colleges. I even did a couple of uh, performance classes as a guest with Quinnipiac um, years and years and years ago. And, um, and yet one night I was fed up with working for other people. And I literally sat down. This is every, uh, this is every professor's nightmare, what I'm about to say to you. I literally sat at my dining room table one night at midnight and said, I want to own my own business. And literally on October 8th, Creative Concepts was born on my computer. And it's been that way ever since. And it's been 12 years. So, so wow. it's uh, been a, an odd journey, not what probably most entrepreneur professors want to hear me say. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I don't think I have ever heard that, but you know what? <laughs> It led to something amazing, so you're totally good. But uh, when you decide to start this business, was it because you were just you just didn't want to work for other people, or? Yeah. So as I mentioned, being in the arts from well, I got went to college in 1989. I know I look really good for something that's you that. You do. Old. But um, having gone to college for the arts, I spent most of my life in hospitality. If there wasn't a show that I was working on, you were a waiter or a bartender, or you were um, somehow involved in hospitality and tourism. And for me, it was always someplace that I could go back to. And I actually worked on and off with a cruise company based in Boston Harbor and New York Harbor for almost 10 years called Spirit Cruises. And a lot of people have been on their ships for proms and weddings and so I had this really great kind of master's degree, hands-on in hospitality. And when I moved to Connecticut, I had moved here from Boston for a job. 
I hated the job and I bounced around for about three years and I wasn't really finding my niche here in Connecticut. I bought a house in Hamden and I was here. So I just decided, you know what? I've always been someone who trusts my instincts. And like I said, I just sat down one night and said, I wanna do this for myself. I wanna just work for myself create something of my own and that's how it all started i mean were you worried at all like that's oh terrified oh yeah i mean i come from an italian new york family trust me the anxiety (laughs) that i was feeling and the guilt that i was feeling was horrible but what i did do is i tried to at least do the the instrumental pieces correctly i formed an llc immediately I immediately um, paid uh, an attorney to put together contracts. I immediately got all the insurances I would need. I immediately got a website up. So those were like the four things that I just plunged myself into. And what I did for the first couple of years is I still held a full-time job. So there wasn't like, there wasn't some form of income coming in. Um, But then eventually, in order to make a real go of it, you have to quit that full-time job. And I think that time was scarier than just starting the business because there was no longer a safety net. Mm -hmm. um, But I will tell you, it's what catapulted me forward because there was nothing holding me back. There was no saying no to a client because I had other commitments. It was all in at that point. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so kind of just turning over to the whole um, reason why you're here with women entrepreneurship. Um, why do you think it's important that we celebrate women's entrepreneurship? Have you had any struggles as a woman entrepreneur or anything relating to that? So it's a great question. I think what still surprises me today even being in event and wedding planning and design, I still find that some clients will second guess me as a entrepreneur, as a leader in my industry here in Connecticut, which kind of makes me chuckle in a way. You're, You're coming to me because I'm supposed to be a professional in the industry. However, you'll find a man Somewhere in the wedding planning process, typically a DJ or a photographer, and you'll ask them their opinion on things that I may have said. And I just, to this day, I'm still kind of flabbergasted that that occurs, Um, in particular in this industry. Um, You know, there are industries that are predominantly male or predominantly female. The wedding industry as a planner, designer is predominantly female, uh, but there's still people that want to get a male opinion on it. And what, what I also find very interesting is I consider myself to be very pragmatic. I love having beautiful events and I love creating fairy tale stories. But if you're honest with me about your budget, I will look at you and say, we don't need this, or you don't have to do that. And I want to keep you focused. And the grooms love me for that. The grooms enjoy working with me. They enjoy the process because I'm honest and pragmatic about how I do things. 
So it is interesting. There are certainly walls that have come up. You know, right now we're dealing with COVID, as you know. Um, and one of the other interesting things was finding grant money, finding small business money um, that should be going to small entrepreneurs, but they're going to businesses that have 200 employees and they're considered a small business. So it, it's also been a continuous learning process as a female small business owner that I'm still looking for things that are specialized to women as opposed to just good businesses. So um, it's, it's never ending. I know we try constantly. And I think the best thing that we can continue to do for one another is get the word out, network with each other, and continue to put names out into the community that are great people to work with so that our sphere that's around us learn about other women in business and what they're offering. Yeah, I'm surprised to hear that like you have experienced that especially. I didn't realize that it obviously is still an issue in, in predominantly female industries. Like that's, that's not something that you hear about, but now thinking about it and thinking yeah. about okay, well, when I go to weddings, there's always like an annoying D or so, someone who's just, <laughs> and it's just like, it's crazy. And, but that definitely puts a perspective in my head, like, oh, even in predominantly female areas, you'll still have that question being asked and like, yes. do you understand? Are you okay? It's yes. like almost like a micro microaggressions constantly. Absolutely. And I think, you know, it, it is funny. The day of the wedding, I always have a clipboard in my hand. Mm -hmm. And there's something about this clipboard. It's like my superpower, right? People see the clipboard and they go, ooh, she's the person in charge. If you need to know something, go to the girl with the clipboard, right? But leading up to that moment when it's just one-on-one -on -one meetings, for some reason, there's still questions being proposed. And sometimes I put it to our industry has a lot of emotional attachment to it. Weddings bring family together. Whenever you bring family together, there's a lot of opinions. Opinions brings anxiety. And the wedding industry is not inexpensive. So there is money being spent and we want to make sure and we strive to make sure that our clients, again, are not spending money that they don't need to spend. I try to make that very evident. Doesn't mean they don't, just means I, I try to have a good, honest conversation with them. But I think money and anxiety and family also heightens all those questions. And unfortunately, it could derail things when it comes to working with a woman. Not always, but sometimes. Yeah. Well, is there anything specific that you want to highlight about your services or just anything fun that you want to plug? Yeah. So what I love about owning Creative Concepts by Lisa is weddings is our number one form of clientele. However, we do everything from corporate events to nonprofit fundraisers, golf outings, bar and bat mitzvahs, Sweet 16's anniversary parties. I'm also a justice of the peace, so I can marry you if you want to get married. So I've really tried to make sure that our design and planning services are diverse. 
I want people to feel welcome. Um, if you come to my office in Hamden, you'll see just dozens of canvases of our clientele on the wall. And again, diversity for me just keeps it so interesting and so alive. We have couples of different ethnic backgrounds, different religious backgrounds, different races, different sexual orientations. And I love that because it means every single weekend, yes, the end result is we're having a big party, but it's the personalities that drive it. And um, that's certainly something that makes our industry really interesting and fun. And um, I've been in the cubicle, I've sat and I've done spreadsheets and I've done all those things and I've worked that nine to five job, but there's something about having the creativity and the opportunity to work with so many diverse people that really makes this industry for me exciting. And I think we get a lot of compliments about that. You can see it on our website, you can see it here in our office and it makes our clients feel really welcome. So. For me, that's really important for any entrepreneur, regardless of what you're up to. Be open to all types of clientele. Don't pigeonhole yourself into one grouping. Be open to the diversity that is Connecticut and or wherever you end up in this world. I think you'll get a lot more out of owning a business. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, right now, especially, I feel like we're trying to promote diversity in any way possible. So just yes. that's advice that any entrepreneur should take. Um, and just people in general, you know, just accept diversity and all that. Um, it seems pretty easy, right? It seems easy, but for some <laughs> reason, it's not always the case. No, no, we, we somehow continue to screw it up. I'm not sure how that is. But for me, it's just, it seems just so easy. And again, really makes everything we do much more interesting on a weekly basis. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to come on to our podcast. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thanks for asking me, truly. Uh, make sure to follow her on social media at CCBLCT. Um, and I, you also have another one that's not... Yeah, it's, yeah, it's CCBLJP. So that's my Justice of the Peace site versus my event design site. So, um, and we just launched that during the pandemic, you know, we keep pivoting our businesses, trying to, as entrepreneurs, that word pivot is uh, more true now than ever. So feel free to reach out and we're all over all of the social media platforms. So awesome. And you can also uh, check out her website, creativeconceptsbylicect.com, which Perfect. is just a, such a, like a happy website. I don't know. Yeah. Like the weddings and the events and seeing like smiling people. It's so cute. That's um, awesome. I love hearing that. Thank you <laughs> for saying that. That's super cool. So guys, thank you for listening and I'll see you next time. Thanks everybody.